Hey Tigers fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? Because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, even for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website at phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Philly Pretzel Factory Halftime Show on the Tigers Radio Network. I'm your host, Steve Reynolds. And uh, we're here at the halftime of Marple Newtown uh, facing Garner Valley uh, Jaguars. And they are trailing 21 to nothing at halftime. Um, and right now I'd like to uh, introduce and bring on our set uh, a Marple Newtown alumni, uh, former three-year two-way starter, uh, John Ratecki. Good to have you, John. Well, it's good to be here with you, Steve. Class of uh, 2008. 2008, yes. I think John was on those uh, great uh, Marble Newtown teams. Uh, the first team to make the playoffs. I had the honor to play with John back in uh, you know 2007, 2008. And uh, John, uh, you know, what'd you see so far in this first half against Garner Valley? I know you're a big celebrity here, so you might have been talking, but I saw the whole uh, you know first uh, half. But look, look tough out there in the first half. Uh, Marble just looks a little outman tonight. I know they got some injuries and everything. But I think Garner Valley's coming off two straight losses, yeah. so they definitely look like they're playing angry. It's crazy. I think I'm watching the Oregon Ducks out there with the play cards and the on-the-ball offense and the yeah, triple options. So I was saying to Greg, um, you know, in the first half, you see these they're holding these cards. I never saw anything like it in high school. I don't level. see that on high school, no. Yeah, so, um, yeah, but it was a big, uh, you know, moral victory at the end of the first half, uh, you know, stopping Garner Valley on the field goal attempt. It looked like uh, it was might have been a fake. or I don't know if he bobbled a snapper or it was a fake, but... You know, just to be down by three touchdowns to a team um, who's usually, you know, one or two in the Central League. You know, it's not bad. Let's see what they can do in the second Maybe half. Maybe pump up some confidence and come out exactly. and see if they can get a stop to start the second half and go from there. You never know what can happen. And definitely. And, you know, big games, we've come into games like this, um, you know, against a Ridley, a, a Garnet Valley. Well, you, you didn't play Garnet Valley when you were. Uh, no, they came into the Central League the yeah, year it was, after it was my Yeah, it was my senior year. But these big games where no one expects a Marple Newtown to win the game. Coach Junt, as I was saying, Coach Delonzo, you know, these guys really get you prepared, you know, and don't, you know, you know, have you thinking that you're going to come in, you're going to just fold. You know, Marple kids really come out, they fight hard uh, to the whistle, and uh, they don't they don't let down to these big uh, big schools. That's something great that Coach Junta and Coach Delonzo do is they instill confidence in everybody. They make it seem like you're you're equal to them, that they're not any better than you. So you're just going to go out there all 30 40 guys however many are on the team now i know it's more than when i was playing but those 40 guys work together and it's an us against them mentality nobody believes in you and you just got to go out with a little chip on your shoulder and show that you can play with them and it, yeah it's a great point you brought up 40 people compared to as i said garner valley has double digits on their roster so they have over 100 kids on their team and uh you know a lot of these kids are going one way fresh bodies but yeah no matter what the record is marlboro town two and four coming in this game Against four and two Garner Valley, uh, they're not going to let down. And down three touchdowns, I don't expect them to put in the bag and uh, you know give up. So let's see what happens in the second half. But real quick, John, you know, 
Take us back. What's, what's your favorite memory, you know, playing here at Marple Newtown? My favorite memory would have to be my junior year in 2006 when we beat Conestoga at Stoga to clinch Marple's first ever District 1 3A playoff berth. I remember that game. I was we probably gave, one... gave Coach John to the Gatorade, Gatorade shower in the locker room afterwards, and that was just that was a great thing. I remember that, and that uh, put us, you know, that, you know, really clinched our spot in the playoffs, uh, eight, to eight and two record. And that was probably one of the ho- most hard hitting games I've ever seen. Yeah, it was a battle out there, definitely. But we went out there with a goal that night, knowing that we just needed to win to get in, and it was us or them getting in. So taking that game from them was pretty sweet. And that following week against Unionville at home, I, you really can't. You forget about that picture of that, that crowd and that, that sea of orange, as I like to say. Uh, it was great. It was definitely the most people we ever played in front of. It was great support from the crowd that night. Uh, great atmosphere, and they really had us going there in the second half. And Unfortunately, we came up just a yard too short at the end of the game. Yeah, and uh, real quick, before I let you go, John, again, thanks for uh, you know coming on the set. But uh, let's go back to Coach Jonta, who uh, you know just became the winningest coach in Marlboro Town history, uh, getting his 58th win against Lower Marion, uh, passing the late, great uh, Jim Smith, uh, athletic director and football coach at Marple Newtown, who recently passed away. But real quick, talk about Coach Jonta and uh, his accomplishment of uh, you know coming in here in 2003 and really trying to turn this program around. Uh, he's done a great job. Uh, I know Marple was really struggling before he got here, and he started recruiting the, the middle school kids to get the kids that went to the Marple School District to stay in Marple School District. That was big on him, and like I said earlier, he instills confidence and builds everybody up. And the way he does things here, it's just unbelievable. He's probably the coach that does the most with less in the Central League, just in sheer numbers and talent and everything like that. So with the way he's been working, it's great to see, and he's got Marple turned into a respectable program, and he's had many winning seasons here. So can't complain at all with the job that Coach Junta has done. He's been great for the school. Without a, without a doubt, John. And, again, thank you for coming on our set for halftime. Appreciate you having me. Um, again, John Ratecki, three-year, two-way starter here at Marple Newtown, a part of the first-ever playoff team in 2006. And, uh, again, I was honored to be his teammate. Uh, block, for, to, block for him. I was glad to have you blocking line. for me. Uh, Mr. Do-Everything <laughs> on the line there. But, uh, again, thanks a lot. And uh, we're going to take a quick break, come back, and uh, go over the first half stats with our man, uh, Greg Pecco. You are listening to the Philly Pretzel Factory Halftime Show on the Tigers Radio Network. Are you tired of having a catered party with the same old food? Well, Mark Anthony's Paisanos at 105 West Eagle Road in Havertown, PA, brings the pizza shop to your party location. The pizza ovens, grills, fires, and snow cone machine make your party the talk of the town for weeks. Mark and his staff make the pizzas, steaks, wings, and more right on site for your guests to enjoy fresh and hot. And they even top it off with funnel cake and snow cones. Call them today at 610-449-6959 for your birthday party, graduation party, or any other special events. Also, like them on Facebook. And don't forget to visit their store on Eagle Road in Havertown to grab a bite to eat from their large and unique menu. You're treated like a friend at Mark Anthony's Paisanos. Another coffee shop? No, not at all. Burlap and Bean is a family-owned and operated coffee house. What's the difference? Well, for starters, the ambiance. You walk in through the front door, and the first thing you want to do is flop onto their overstuffed leather couch. 
From your comfortable seat, you'll notice that the walls have been richly painted with the warm colors of fall and host local artwork that rotates monthly. Sit back, take a deep breath in, and let the fragrant aroma of freshly roasted fair trade organic coffee beans roasted on the premises waft over you. Can you feel the stress of your day just melting away? Thursday night is open mic night from 7 to 10 p.m. There are always various forms of self-expression ranging anywhere from comedy, spoken word, poetry, music, and the occasional tap dancer. Burlap and Bean is transformed from a cozy cafe into an intimate music venue each weekend. Every Friday and Saturday night, you can enjoy a live acoustic concert. Get there early, as seats are first come, first served. For more information, visit their website at www.burlapandbean.com. Oh man, the Philly Pretzel Factory has done it again. They took a Philly tradition and made it even better. Now you already know the Philly Pretzel Factory has the best soft pretzel. Well now, they're making a cheesesteak pretzel. That's right, a Philly cheesesteak on the inside, surrounded by those piping hot, fresh, chewy pretzels. This is as Philly as it gets. A cheesesteak and a pretzel? Incredible! How great are those guys over there? They've got their original pretzels, the cinnamon pretzels, the pretzel dogs, and the party trays. And now, the Philly cheese steak pretzel. Bring them for tailgating, watching a game with the boys, a barbecue, or even a kid's birthday party. Head over to the Philly Pretzel Factory for the all-new cheese steak pretzel. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. This is the Tigers Radio Network. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line in Harry Harvey Stadium, here's Steve Reynolds and Greg Pecco. Pecco, Steve Reynolds here with you. Start of the second half here coming up in just a moment. Mark Town down 21 to nothing to Garnet Valley after the first half. Garnet Valley able to move the football through several weapons offensively as um, we get back here in Steve. Uh, second half, Garnet Valley starts with the football. Uh, what can we expect? Yeah, Greg, uh, they're going to, you know, Continue that midline uh, read to the running back and to the, uh, you know, keeping it uh, with their quarterback. who has been doing such a great job tonight, Ryan Corkery. Um, but they get the ball here. It's important for the Tigers defense to come out and uh, make a stop, get that offense back on the field, and try to put some points on the board, whether it's a field goal or uh, just something to really get this uh, team sparked. And kicking for Marple Newtown is Pizzotti. Ball up at the 40 Bennett to return with number 44, Robert Adams. Pizzotti's kick, high, comes down at the 25, and running with it is Garnet Valley, number tw- 34, Jude D. Giacomo. And Nick Rhodes in on the tackle for the Tigers on the kickoff. And uh, Garnet Valley's got good field position here. About at the 39-yard line, they're in 39, um, trying to get across midfield in the Tigers' territory. But uh, as I said, Marple's defense has to come out and really set a tone here. A turnover here would be huge if the Tigers could force it. Corkery comes out 
in the pistol. Near side receivers are Bennett for Garnet Valley and number 85, John McGrogan. Corkery out of the shotgun, hands off up the middle to Irving, who picks up about three or four yards, Steve. Good job by uh, Craig, Craig Hamilton uh, cutting down on the line, staying home and uh, shooting down the, the side. Um, doing a great job as it's taught up, and uh, he makes a great read and tackle just for short yardage for Garner Valley. Second down and seven from the 42 for Garnet Valley on their own 42. Corkery out of the pistol again. Takes it from that position. Fakes the handoff. Now he's going to keep it himself. Goes off tackle. Crosses the 50. Breaks the tackle at the 45 and brought down at the 39-yard line. And there is a Tiger down on the play. It looks like it's Anthony Rosanio. Slow to get up on this one. Hopefully he's all right. He came, made the tackle. Uh, looks like he's all right shaking it off as a true warrior out there. And uh, he's going to stay on the field, it looks like. And now they're going to substitute DeFabio in, give him some time to shake that one off. Uh, looks like he might have caught the helmet in this cold weather. That'll hurt. Corkery. Out of the pistol again. He's going to keep. Now he's going to look to pitch on the option. Gives it to Irving. End around. He gets eight yards and knocked out of bounds at the 32. Nick Rhodes in on the tackle, uh, but not before. Irving uh, gets the ball. Takes it to the outside, to the right side of the field, towards the Jaguars' sideline, and is close to that first down. It's going to bring up third down, or second down, I'm sorry, for um, Garner Valley. So two wide receivers near side out of this pistol once again. That is their base offense. Irving in the backfield with Rosano. Corkery to throw. He's got a man in the middle of the field. It was Bennett, but incomplete out of his hands. Second time, Bennett was open in the middle of the field, down the seam. And uh, first time overthrown. This time, uh, right in his breadbasket, just couldn't haul it in as he saw Ross Binder creeping up on him. 10-39. to go. Third quarter, 21 nothing lead, Garnet Valley. Corkery out of the shotgun. Looks to throw into the flat to Bennett. He makes the catch. Crosses the 30. Cross the 35. Flag down, though. And this may come back holding. Yeah, number 36 for Garner Valley. Look to get a hold. Uh, number 10, R.J. Klein of the Tigers. Let's see what they call here. And we also want to apologize for any uh, technical difficulties we are having. Please bear with us. Uh, we are working on correcting them at the moment. And Bob Bush will have the call on the field here. It is against Garnet Valley, but here's the official call from head official Bob Bush. Holding on the offense. Ten yards for the spot of the foul. Repeat third down. And that's Garner Valley's fourth penalty, Greg. Um, really shooting themselves in the foot as their offense is trying to move down the field. Third and four from the 34. Two receivers far side. Ball near hash. Corkery looks to throw. Looking, looking deep down the far sideline. Incomplete intended for number 14, Austin Sipple. And uh, 
quarterback of Garner Valley had plenty of time back there and really held the ball. Good coverage by the Tigers' defense as uh, number 23, Brian Rosbarrow, is in on the coverage. And uh, it's going to bring up fourth down for Garner Valley. And uh, they're across midfield, so I expect them to go for it here as they do. Yeah, fourth down and four from the Tigers, 34. Bennett near side as the receiver. Simple far side. In motion goes Bennett. Corkery's going to keep on his own. Up the middle. He's got the first down. Hit hard at the 25 and brought down by Ross Binder. And uh, again, Corkery uh, does a good job keeping it right up the middle. And as I said, Greg, when all else fails, uh, keep, get, you know, Corkery keeps it and uh, picks up that first down, which is you know really tough for that Tigers defense who you know did a good job so far uh, but just couldn't hold um, Garner Valley to you know, get the defense off the field. Garnet Valley continues their no-huddle pistol offense here. Getting the sides from the sideline. Corkery once again out of the pistol. Fakes handoff to Irving, then gives it to Bennett on the end around. He's across the 20. He's got blockers across the 5. Touchdown, Garnet Valley. That has a great play call by Coach Ricky. Um, looked like a, like a reverse counter uh, to Bennett, uh, receiver Bennett, who uh, just took it to the outside towards the Tigers' bench. And uh, ran up the sideline for a touchdown to put them up 27-0, pending an extra point for Garnet Valley. 9.50 to go, third quarter. Garnet Valley now leads 27 to nothing, And this will bring up Brandon Dowd for the point after. Dowd sets up. Snap is good. Hold is good. Kick is up and good. And that makes it 28 nothing. 9.50 to go, third quarter. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marble Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds here with you. Back to live action. 28-0 lead Garnet Valley here. Down to kick off to Marple Newtown after the touchdown by Bennett. And ball up at the 40. Binder. DeFabio and Rosanio back to return for Marple Newtown. Dowd's kick. High, end over end. This one's going to stay in bounds. Caught by Rosanio at the six-yard line. He runs up the middle, finds some space, and then is brought down at the 24-yard line. So obviously, Steve, that's our answer to those earlier kicks. They were probably most likely going out of bounds on purpose. Yeah, and this is the first time uh, Rosanio got the ball. See what he could do with it. See what he could do. Obviously, uh, sorry, Steve's having uh, issues uh, coughing there. We apologize for that. So the Tigers will take over. First down and 10 from the 25-yard line. You all right there, Steve? Yeah, my headset. Davis under center. Takes the snap. 
Fakes the handoff, now gives it to Binder on the end around. He crosses the 30, runs a man over and brought down at the 35-yard line close to a first down. And there goes that belly sweep to the outside towards the Tigers' sideline. Ross Binder doing a good job there reading his blocks. Good job by the offensive line and uh, picking up a first down for the Tigers. So here we go. First down and 10, Marple Newtown from their own 35-yard line. 9.30 to go, third quarter. Tigers losing 28-0. Ken Cunningham near side wing. Rosanio in the backfield with Binder. Davis hands off to Binder. He cuts it back up the middle off of the guard and brought down at the 40 after about a five-yard gain. And uh, looks like number 99 for the Garnet Valley Jaguars in on the tackle, Joey Granahan. Under nine minutes now, third quarter. Second down and five. 28-0 lead, Garnet Valley. Davis under center. Hand off to Rosanio, and he goes nowhere. Third down upcoming. And Jaguars defense doing a good job there, led by number 48 of the uh, defensive unit. And Tigers, uh, you know, just trying to, you know, pick up some yards on the ground. And it brings up third down uh, for their offense. And it's important for them to really get this going here. Down by four touchdowns, you really... You know, you want to keep yourselves in the game. And uh, this is a big down. Let's see what uh, Tommy Davis can orchestrate. Third and five from their own 40 for Tommy Davis and the Tigers. Davis is going to look to throw. He's going to roll far side. It's a quick throw out into the flat. It looks like it is caught far side. It is by number 22, or no, number 25, excuse me, Austin DeFabio. And number 38, Jack Mayhall, I mean, Brandon Dowd in on the tackle. Fourth down, upcoming for Marple Newtown. Cunningham on to punt. 7.30 to go, third quarter. Punt for Cunningham. Bounces at the 30. And Garnet Valley will let it settle down inside the 25. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football. We'll pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Back to live action. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds here with you. Corkery out of the shotgun, looks to pass now down the seam. He's got a man. It is off the hands of Aaron Parenti, who was wide open at the 40-yard line. And we saw that before. Uh, got down the seam route, had his man, and uh, you know this time they drop it. And uh, Tigers were fortunate not to uh, let up that big play. that could have went for a touchdown. 6.58 to go in this third quarter. 
Tigers losing 28 to nothing. Corkery hands off up the middle to Irving, fakes it. Now he's going to keep some himself. Crosses the 30, crosses the 40. He's got open space in front of him across the 50, across the 40, 35, run out of bounds at the 32 of the Tigers. Ross Binder runs him out of bounds, but Corkery again, keep staying on his feet. That midline read keeps it, runs it outside to the left, and, uh, you know, does some damage as he uh, crosses midfield and well beyond down uh, to the 30-yard line for Garner Valley. Ball at the 30 of Marple Newtown. 6.52 to go, third quarter. And with a man down, we will step aside. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. You wouldn't want your favorite team to play only one side of the ball. So when it comes to insurance, why settle for someone that can handle only your auto policy? Bring your home and auto insurance to Allstate now and you can save big on both. You deserve someone that can tackle more. That's Allstate's stand. Are you in good hands? Hey, football fans, call Allstate agent David Monroe at 610-359-1244 today. Subject to availability and qualifications, Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois. Another coffee shop? No, not at all. Burlap and Bean is a family-owned and operated coffee house. What's the difference? Well, for starters, the ambiance. You walk in through the front door, and the first thing you want to do is flop onto their overstuffed leather couch. From your comfortable seat, you'll notice that the walls have been richly painted with the warm colors of fall and host local artwork that rotates monthly. Sit back, take a deep breath in, and let the fragrant aroma of freshly roasted fair trade organic coffee beans roasted on the premises waft over you. Can you feel the stress of your day just melting away? Thursday night is open mic night from 7 to 10 p.m. There are always various forms of self-expression ranging anywhere from comedy, spoken word, poetry, music, and the occasional tap dancer. Burlap and Bean is transformed from a cozy cafe into an intimate music venue each weekend. Every Friday and Saturday night, you can enjoy a live acoustic concert. Get there early, as seats are first come, first serve. For more information, visit their website at www.burlapandbean.com. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds here, back to live action. Second down and 12 from the Tigers 32 for Garnet Valley. Handoff. Faked up the middle, then end around to Bennett. He runs for about nine yards before he's brought down close to the 22-yard line. And Tigers defender Corey Power, a senior captain, in on the tackle. And that's the same play Garner Valley ran for their uh, last touchdown, that reverse kind of uh, counter-action play, uh, this time to the right side. And uh, they pick up some uh, chunky yardage, or you know, a little bit of yards there, set up third down. Third down and two from the 22-yard line. Corkery fakes the handoff. He's going to keep it himself. Strung out. Then he cuts up, crosses the 15, crosses the 10, crosses the 5. Brought down inside that 5 at the 2-yard line. A good run for Garnet Valley once again. And Ross Binder brings him down. Corey Powers there. Had a good position there. Didn't have any outside help, though. Um, but he was right there to make the play. Uh, slowed up Cockery as he uh, ran towards the goal line. And Binder was there to make the tackle. But it's first down and goal. For Garner Valley, looking to add to this 28 to nothing lead. 5.30 to go. Third quarter. Corkery out of the pistol once more. Two receivers far side. And there's movement across the lines. Flags are down. We will wait. Bob Bush. Dead ball. Encroachment on the defense. Half the distance to the goal line. Still first down. So, Tigers will lose a yard. So, it's now on the one and a half yard line, Steve. Hard count by uh, Ryan Corkery of Garner Valley. 
And uh, when you're on the de- when you're on the one yard line right there as a defensive lineman, you're trying to get that extra jump to uh, you know really get some penetration on the offensive line. Four fifty to go. Hand off to Irving. He bounced around in the backfield. He's wrapped up and stuffed, and then leans forward for a second effort, but he's still shy of that goal line. Marble Newtown's showing some heart out there. The one yard line. Uh, defense making a good stop there as the D-line swarms in, linebackers finish it off and make uh, the tackle to bring up second down and goal for the Garnet Valley offense. 28 to nothing, lead Garnet Valley. They are on the Tigers' doorstep, second down and goal from that one-yard line. 4-15 to play, third quarter. Two receivers split out of the pistol for Corkery. He hands it up the middle, touch down Garnet Valley. Yeah, officially a touchdown. Amos Card, he got kind of got hit at the line. It was hard to see if the ball crossed the plane, but it does. It is official touchdown for Garnet Valley. Makes it 34 to nothing. And uh, that midline read again. Give it to the running back. Uh, this time, number 36, Vincent Rosano, and uh, he's in for the touchdown. Doubt on for the extra point. Snap is low. It is bumbled. Running with it now. Looking to throw. And he does throw it away. And it is incomplete. Number 22, Michael Bruett on the throw. Incomplete. Two-point conversion. Doesn't get it. 34 nothing lead. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Are you tired of having a catered party with the same old food? Well, Mark Anthony's Paisano's at 105 West Eagle Road in Havertown, Pennsylvania brings the pizza shop to your party location. The pizza ovens, grills, fryers, and snow cone machine make your party the talk of the town for weeks. Mark and his staff make the pizzas, steaks, wings, and more right on site for your guests to enjoy fresh and hot. And they even top it off with funnel cake and snow cones. Call them today at 610-449-6959 for your birthday party, graduation party, or any other special events. Also, like them on Facebook, and don't forget to visit their store on Eagle Road in Havertown to grab a bite to eat from their large and unique menu. You're treated like a friend at Mark Anthony's Paisano's. Another coffee shop? No, not at all. Burlap and Bean is a family-owned and operated coffee house. What's the difference? Well, for starters, ambiance. You walk in through the front door, and the first thing you want to do is flop onto their overstuffed leather couch. From your comfortable seat, you'll notice that the walls have been richly painted with the warm colors of fall and host local artwork that rotates monthly. Sit back, take a deep breath in, and let the fragrant aroma of freshly roasted fair trade organic coffee beans roasted on the premises waft over you. Can you feel the stress of your day just melting away? Thursday night is open mic night from 7 to 10 p.m. There are always various forms of self-expression ranging anywhere from comedy, spoken word, poetry, music, and the occasional tap dancer. Burlap and Bean is transformed from a cozy cafe into an intimate music venue each weekend. Every Friday and Saturday night, you can enjoy a live acoustic concert. Get there early, as seats are first come, first served. For more information, visit their website at www.burlapandbean.com. Greg Pecker, Steve Reynolds here with you. Back to live action. Dowd's kick high, end over end, picked up by DeFabio at the 12-yard line. And he is brought down at the 25. So the Tigers will take over this drive from their own 25-yard line. 3.53 to go, third quarter. 
Under center, Tommy Davis. Davis fakes the handoff, now gives to DeFabio on the end around. He gets to the edge, he crosses the 30, and just tripped up as he had some running room, but he does get close to a first down. And he's tripped up by number four, Sean Lines of the Garnet Valley defense. And a good job running by Austin DeFabio on that belly sweep to the left side of the field towards the Jaguars' off, uh, bench. It picks up a first down for the Tigers' offense as they try to get moving here down by 34 points. 34-0 lead for Garnet Valley, 326 remaining. To Fabio, near side wing. Binder in the backfield with Rosanio. Davis under center. Davis is going to look to throw. He's under pressure. He fumbles the football. Binder tries to fall on it. It squeaks forward. Garnet Valley's on it. They pick it up and run it in number 33. Dalton Mayberry for Garnet Valley scores defensively. Uh, tough break for the Tigers offense there. Not what you wanted. Um, you know, trying to get a drive going. And that's got to be real devastating for the young quarterback, Tommy Davis, and the rest of this Tigers offense. I, you know, the whole team coaching staff because, you know, now it's 40 nothing pending the extra point. And, uh, he just got caught up back there. Didn't see the, uh, defender behind them and, uh, stripped the ball. They were able to pick it up for a touchdown. So on to kick will be doubt again. Last extra point attempt. Did not, was not converted as a, it was a low snap and ended up uh, having to throw the football away. But in any event, it's now 40 nothing. three minutes left to go in this third quarter. Garnet Valley leading as they try and make last minute changes here. Number 22, Michael Bruett will hold for Dowd. And here, Set to kick is down. Snap is good. It's a little bit of a difficult hold. Dowd tries to get the kickoff. He does. There's a flag down. No good on the kick as Dowd was hit after the fact. Flag down. This will be for roughing the kicker. Bob Bush with the call. Apologize for the technical difficulties there, but it was a... Uh, Personal foul, roughing the kicker. Roughing the kicker. On the defense, the penalty will be assessed on the kickoff. The point was no good. Head official Bob Bush aware of the technical difficulty. Uh, gave us the call a second time. With the penalty, uh, declined 40 nothing lead. Marple, New uh, Marple Newtown down to Garnet Valley. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Going to the game this weekend? Yeah, I'm on the team. <laughs> Good one. Get in here, son. You make this, and everybody's going to know your name, Stevens. It's Smith, sir. Exactly. No one cares who the kicker is until you need it. Kind of like car insurance. Are you in good hands? Hey, football fans, call Allstate agent David Monroe at 610-359-1244 today. Subject to availability and qualifications, Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois. Eric Rose kicking for Garnet Valley now. They elected to take the penalty on the kickoff. Rosania receives at his own one after the ball was moved up forward. Rosania breaks free across the 35 and brought down at the 36-yard line. Ball comes out at the end, but they're going to say he is down by contact before that fumble. And number 17, uh, Stephen Flanagan in on the tackle for Garnet Valley, but Anthony Rosanna doing a good job, not giving up here, still showing heart as his uh, 
return team makes some good blocks, and he runs up the middle and uh, gives Marple a good field position once again as they've had all game. Uh, you know, let's see what they could do here and just try to get something on the board. And with the 40-point deficit, the clock rules in effect, so it will run the rest of the football game. 2.13 to go. Tigers take over first down and 10 from their own 37-yard line. Handoff up the middle. Rosanio runs. He's got the first down across the 50. Fighting men off. Now across the 40 and brought down at the 38. Good hard running by Anthony Rosanio. A.J. Epizito in on the tackle for Garner Valley, but Anthony Rosanio at the fullback position tonight in the absence of uh, their starting fullback, Mike White, uh, really picking up the slack here. Uh, Rosanio, uh, senior leader, uh, not giving up here as he had a big kickoff return and follows that up with a huge run across the 50-yard line for the Tigers. So the Tigers will be at the 38 of Garnet Valley here, down 40 to nothing, 130 to go, third quarter. Hamilton near side receiver. DeFabio, the wing back next to him. He goes in motion and immediately hit off the snap is Tommy Davis by number 72 of Garnet Valley, Anthony Bertone. And Anthony Bertone, defensive tackle for Garnet Valley, just shot the gap there and got to the ball before the Tigers offensive lineman did, and he met um, quarterback Tommy Davis in the backfield as he was turning around to hand off the ball. And it's got to be some tired players for Marple Newtown playing both ways here in this one. 55 seconds to go, third quarter. Tigers losing 40 to nothing. They have the football on second down and 15 from the Garnet Valley 43-yard line. Rhodes the receiver far side. Hamilton and Cunningham are the near side. They are the tight end and wing back respectively. Davis a handoff to Binder. He finds a little bit of a hole, tries to lean forward and gets maybe a yard, if anything. And Jaguars defender number 47, Thomas Horican in on the tackle. And Binder trying to find some room there on the uh, sweep play to the right side. Cut it back, trying to uh, follow his blockers, but was just met right there by the Garner Valley defender. And it'll be third and 16, eight seconds to go third quarter. Looks like the Tigers are going to let the clock wind down on this quarter. And that is exactly what is going to happen. So with that, a 40 to nothing lead for Garner Valley. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers radio network. 